Welcome to The Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forster, the wine coach, and I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine one glass at a time. So expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine, food, and so much more. I am totally pumped for today's show because we're going to explore label lingo. Okay, what do I mean by that? First, we're going to talk to Penny Haas, the National Marketing Director for Alexander Valley Vineyards. We're going to taste three of her delicious wines, but she's going to also tell us about her redesign of the label for the winery and also a really fun other couple of labels that we'll hear about in a moment. Then we're going to have another guest who is a registered dietitian and Diane Hendricks is going to join us to dispel some myths and misconceptions about food labels. So all about labels today. And with me, as I said, I have Penny Haas from Alexander Valley Vineyards. She's the national marketing director as well as the sales manager for the whole Northeast. And luckily, uh, Penny, we're kind of neighbors almost. So that's how I know Penny. And then now I know her amazing wines as well. So thanks for joining us. Thanks. Thanks for the invitation, Lori. Absolutely. So I love it when guests bring three bottles of wine because that's even better than our normal two sips of the week that we have. And um, tell us before we start getting uh, into sipping these wines, a little bit about Alexander Valley Vineyards. You're in Sonoma in the Alexander Valley, your namesake. But tell us a little bit about the winery before we dive into these glasses. Well, Alexander Valley Vineyards is a family-owned estate. The Wetzel family purchased the property back in 1962, and they purchased it from the heirs of Cyrus Alexander. So there's only ever been two families living on this property. The Alexanders, which is the Alexander Valley namesake, and the Mm -hmm. Wetzel family started planting grapes in 63. And from the beginning, food and wine were very important to this family. So they started their bonded winery in 75, and one of the first wines we ever produced was Cabernet Sauvignon and Chardonnay. And today they are two of the wines we are most well known for. Mm. And full disclosure, I should say, I have slept at this winery <laughs> in the little schoolhouse that's there. That's a very old structure. I mean, if you look at Europe, of course, all the dates we're talking about are not that old. But 60s being started in the 60s, that's pretty much the inkling, you know, of the California wine industry, right? That is. This is one of the older family-owned wineries in Northern California. And the schoolhouse you mentioned is one of the important parts of this particular property. It was built by Cyrus Alexander in the mid-1800s. And today it is a guest house that's well-known throughout the country. People love sleeping in the one-room schoolhouse. (laughs) It is. It's very cute. And so they started, and their whole focus, I guess, even personally, was just great food and wine. Initially, they were just making the wine just for themselves, correct? They were. We started planting grapes in 63, sold grapes for a number of years to other wineries, but very early on heard that these were great grapes. It's a wonderful growing region. The Russian River divides our valley in half, and the western border of the property is the Russian River. Mm. So we have very warm daytime growing season, but low nighttime temperatures. Typically, the temperature drops 50 degrees. So in the mid-60s, after they had heard about how wonderful the grapes are, they got the bug to to make some of their own wine, and they initially started with Cabernet Sauvignon. They uh, went ahead and the family participated. There were 12-year-olds even involved in this where they were working with the basket press, pulling the stems off the grapes. They eventually traded some of their grapes for a barrel, and that's how they made their first barrel of wine, and they bottled it under the Alexander Valley Vineyards label in 1968. So that label stayed with us all the way up until the Bonded Winery, which opened in 1975, and that's when we started our official 
wines that started moving across the country. And today we're distributed in all 50 states. I love that. And the wine inside, the grapes, I mean, that, of course, as all of us in the wine business, that's the most important thing. But we all know that half of consumers out there and half of my listeners that are hearing me right now probably choose their wines based on the label. And that's what the studies show because, you know, there's so much to pick from. So somehow that visual comes into play. So let's taste our first white wine that you brought us. It has this really cool label. Can you just give me, you know, in in short, what's the wine and the label? And then let's let's give it a taste. Well, our first wine is Gewürz. We simply call it Gewürz because most people, in all honesty, cannot say Gewürztraminer. Mm-hmm. So we shortened it up, made it very simple, and the label showcases a celebration of harvest. This is one of the first wines released every year. In fact, it is the first wine of the vintage in the Northern Hemisphere. It's 100% Gewürztraminer. We harvested about an hour north of our home property in Mendocino County, and it really showcases those spicy floral flavors that Gewürztraminer is so well known for, which makes it a perfect holiday wine. It's a perfect party wine. It it definitely is. And Gewürz, Traminer in Germany, Gewürz means spicy and Traminer grape. And you do, you get that exotic fruit, but you also get that little spicy finish and that crisp acidity that you, um, that we were talking about earlier, which just begs for food. Um, but even if you have, you know, those older relatives that like the sweeter, you know, kinds of wines, this is going to satisfy, I think, both the dry wine lovers and those people who like something slightly sweet, right? It does, because if you stick your nose in the glass, you smell the sweetness. And that's what appeals to a lot of those wine drinkers. But then there's that great acidity. So it sort of surprises you on the palate. And again, it's the perfect party wine because it will appeal to the person that rarely drinks wine, but it also appeals to the very well-educated wine drinker that knows what Gewürztraminer is. And I love on your winemaker notes, they give great food pairings, and this is great with Asian food, and, and also just appetizers, cheese and meats and things like, and many other things. But I love that you do that because my listeners are always wanting to know food pairings. So we'll have this all up at thewinecoach.com with links to your site and in the app. And I'm going to put little pictures of the labels because people have to see these. They're so great. So let's talk about, speaking of labels, our second wine here has this very distinctive, almost naked man. (laughs) And it's called Sinzin. And this has to attract a lot of attention on the shelf. It does. Sinzin was one of the very first of the whimsical labels ever approved by the federal government back in 1978. And in California, Zen drinkers as a whole are not like your staid Cabernet drinkers. They walk on the wild side. <laughs> so Sin Zen appeals to that group immediately. The label gets your attention. And from the beginning, this was a label that stood out from all others. Um, we started it again. This was a home winemaking project. At the time in 78, we were selling our Zinfandel grapes to other growers. And when Zen grows, you have two clusters. The secondary cluster didn't ripen at the same time. So Hank Wetzel, our founder of Alexander Valley Vineyard, said to his family, let's go out and pick those grapes and we'll make some some wine outside of the bonded winery and we'll give it away to friends and family. He broke this wine out one night at a poker party for some of his winemaking friends and everyone went nuts on it. So his sister Katie decided that this was a wine maybe they should market. She looked through her old college textbook, came up with this very Bacchanalian label. It actually was a German wood etching from the 17th century showing the Horn of Plenty and decided that really showcased sin in terms of rich, voluptuous wine. Mm -hmm. Um, We sent it to the TTB at the time, 
and it was promptly turned down. It was, we thought it was because of the image of the partially naked man. In fact, they sent it in again, and one day we received a phone call at the winery from TTB wanting to know what did the word sin mean for sins in. Katie Wetzel answered the phone that day, luckily, and she said it means sincere as infidel. <laughs> so Love it. Quickly we got approved, and from the beginning this label got a lot of attention. It was a cult classic. We like to refer to it as the original California classic for Zinfandel, and it's been around for three decades, and we've updated the label a little bit over the years. But as you said, the label will get the attention initially. It's what's in the bottle that keeps coming it keeps them coming back. Exactly. And just after the break, we're going to taste what's in the bottle. All the details on the sips of the week we're tasting today are at thewinecoach.com or in my free iPhone or Android app. And of course, these wines are available at Wells Discount Liquors. Check them out at wellswine.com. We'll be right back with Penny Haas of Alexander Valley Vineyards. Discover the recipe for a delicious life each week on The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, The Wine Coach, each week, Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. on WBAL 1090 AM or at WBAL.com. This is Lori Forster, The Wine Coach with The Sipping Point, and we're back with Penny Haas, the National Marketing Director for Alexander Valley Vineyards, and we're tasting... Delicious wines. We started out with the 2012 Gewurz, and I forgot to mention that is so affordable. It's only $12 per bottle. So, as we said, it's a great holiday wine to have around for cocktail parties, dinners, all of that good stuff. And under $15. I mean, that's the holy grail these days, it seems. And uh, next, speaking of holy grail, we have the Sins in. And we talked about this really interesting label that almost didn't make it through the government officials, but luckily did. But we didn't start sipping and talk about what's inside the glass. So most of our folks are familiar with Zinfandel and California Zinfandel. How would you describe the style of the Sins in? Sinzin's more of an elegant style of Zinfandel. It's not one of those huge high alcohol Zinfandels, which makes it more a little food friendly. Um, it's got great acidity, nice balance, rich red fruit flavors, some strawberry, little raspberry, and then just a touch of blackberry. And in mm-hmm. the mid palate, you get some nice pepper and spice and then a little bit of tannin, which again, that's one of the reasons it's so food friendly. It pairs with chicken, turkey, any red meat off the grill anything Mm -hmm. with a pasta or tomato sauce. So it's a fairly versatile red wine. I like that uh, balance that you're talking about because there is that little grip of tannin, which is going to, you know, be a great offset for something meaty or cheese. But it's not overly, and with that acidity and and not being overly oaky. Some of the Zinfandels can be so just blockbusters that you just can't really enjoy them without food. Like, this is very enjoyable on its own, but you know it's going to be great with food as well. That's the key. I appreciate that. Kevin Hall, our winemaker, says he is blessed with fabulous fruit, so he doesn't have to overdo the oak treatment. We have 25,000 square feet of caves. We barrel age on the average about 7,500 barrels, and he can really tailor each oak barrel to each individual lot of fruit to add complexity and layers of flavor rather than masking the fruit. I like that. We'll give him my regards. Okay, now speaking of... 
Label redesign. We're going to taste your Cabernet Sauvignon from Alexander Valley. It's the, it is the 2010, as was the uh, Sinzin. And this is your your main line, and you just redesigned the label. And I find this very fascinating because we know in the business how important that label is. You worked uh, with a famous label designer. And tell me a little bit about your thoughts when you went uh, through this. What were you wanting to communicate, I guess, with the new label? Well, Alexander Valley Vineyards has a long history. Um, we've been on the property 50 years. We've had over three decades in winemaking. People everywhere knew our wines, knew our labels. Um, we were very well known as AVV in the market. Everybody knows us as Alexander Valley Vineyards. But sometimes after you've been on the market as long as we have, people looked past our label. So we decided it was time to give us a refresh, an update, so to speak. And we thought that our 50th anniversary on the property was the perfect time to do that. Um, we didn't want to completely change our label because people recognize us. They know it. They know us on the shelf, so we didn't want people to have to look for us. But we wanted to stand out a little more on these crowded wine shelves. When you walk into any wine store in the country, there are thousands of labels peering out at you. So we wanted ours just to pop a little more off the shelf and to be a little bit more clearly visible and to represent that elegant image that we're so well known for. So we took our word mark, which is the Alexander Valley Vineyards, and just made it larger and lots more legible so that when you stand back and you're scanning that row of wines, it immediately jumps out. It does. There's a lot more, and and this is a thing with websites too, there's a lot more white space on this label so that you really, what's there really stands out. And, uh, you know, we'll put it up uh, online, the picture of it, but when they go out to their store and they see it, you know, which they should go out and check it out right away, it's got this textured paper stock that also has uh, like a 3D feel to it. It does. It does. That was one of the changes we meant. Again, as we went across the country and asked people who drank our wines on a regular basis to name one word when they thought of us, it always came back to elegant. And mm-hmm. so we decided that was one thing we wanted to look at on this label was to change the paper, change the graphic, make it more legible, make it just a very elegant look to match the wine in the bottle. Right. And you had a designer that you worked with. I mean, there are people that just design wine labels, and yours was a pretty famous uh, person in the industry, correct? It was. We worked with Dave Schumann out of CF Napa. He's based in Napa, California, and that's all they do. And the analogy I often use, it's all just like hiring an architect. We had a very definite idea, but we needed somebody to translate that idea into what you see on the bottle today. And that's what CF Napa does. And much like designing a house, it took about the same amount of time. <laughs> we worked on this project for about nine months wow. um, until we got our first label. And it was literally a year to the day when that first label went onto the bottle. Wow. Now, let's, speaking of the bottle, let's go ahead and, and taste this wine. So, again, this is the 2010 Estate Cabernet Sauvignon. The Sinzin was $20.99, and this is $21.99. So $22 for, a, you know, a, a California Cabernet, a, a very, you know, crafted California Cabernet. That's, that's a pretty good price these days, right? It is, and, and it's an estate Cabernet, which means we control everything from grape to glass. And the key to that incredible value is this family bought the property in 1962. And that's something that we are very proud of. And one of the reasons that we went ahead and moved that to the front of this label, because we really wanted to showcase the longevity and the fact that this is a family-owned, family-operated estate, third generation is now running the business, fourth generation is growing up on the property. Oh, nice. And and I see, and this is a huge investment uh, on the winery's perspective, that that this has been aged in oak for 14 months. And so 
in both French and it looks like American oak. So those barrels are not cheap, right? So you only use that for the big guns. <laughs> we, we, well, all of our red wines do undergo barrel aging, and uh, white wines, the Gewurz does not, but our Chardonnay 30% undergoes barrel aging, and it is a significant investment. But again, it's one of the ways that you add complexity and layers of flavor in the glass, and that's the key to a talented winemaker. He can really adapt each lot. We harvest from 100 individual lots year in and year out, and he knows those those individual lots like you know your own home garden. Yeah, you've got a lot of that dark fruit and that toasty warmth from the oak. It's just for people who like those that big, hearty red, you know, certainly Cabernet. Cabernet is not always well, some of those tutti fruity Cabernets. This is not. This is a nice, serious, but at not such a serious price. That's it. That's the key to the, this particular wine success. From the beginning, Alexander Valley Vineyards Cabernet has known been known for being approachable upon release. Velvety tannins, great balance, wonderful fruit, nice acidity, a little spiciness, and an incredible value. I love that. Well, Penny Haas from Alexander Valley Vineyards, if folks want to check you out online, where can they go? We are located at avvwine.com. We have that's easy. full website, recipes if you like to pair, great wine information, events across the country. So if you want to taste these wines and really see what they are like with food, come on out to one of our wine dinners or see us at any of the numerous wine festivals that we do across the country.